0: for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Leighton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. We're so glad you're here with us today. I am your host, Marty Layton, and uh, host of the broadcast and the podcast. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, it talks about the fivefold ministry anointing of Jesus Christ, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Jesus is the great apostle. He's the great prophet. He's the great evangelist that seek, came to seek and save that which is lost. Uh, the great pastor and shepherd of our souls, and the great evangelist, uh, uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and great teacher. Excuse me, great teacher. And uh, and so, <clears throat> not everyone is called to the fivefold ministry, but Jesus gave those as gifts. Uh, headship anointings uh, that would represent his continuation of ministry in the earth uh, as the headship of the of the church. And so apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, I am anointed and uh, ordained as a prophet. And so uh, what I present and who I represent is Jesus the prophet. This is my calling. This is my anointing. Uh, and you'll find, again, that all described in the biblical record in Ephesians chapter 4. And I'll teach more on that at another time. But tonight, I'm gonna, I want to encourage you with words of life from Jesus the prophet, the giver of life, Yahweh. And even though things are shaking up all around us, uh, we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Amen? That's what Hebrews tells us. So don't be shaken by the shaking. God is shaking everything up for his purposes, for his reasons. Amen. And so God spoke to me uh, around five years ago about a great shaking and a great unraveling that would happen during this great shaking. And many things have been so twisted and so deformed and uh, bent out of shape. So they need to be unraveled and they need to be made straight again. And uh, especially concerning the nations and especially America, and uh, America has been the beacon of of truth and hope for the nations of the earth, and that's part of the calling and the destiny of this nation uh, to represent the body of Christ and the the uh, the anointing of Christ uh, to the nations. and that's part of uh, the founding uh, decrees over our nation. and so, uh what you're seeing and what you're uh experiencing right now is that unraveling and that straightening out by the hand of God demonic agendas uh have been forced upon people to the point where they're you know threatening opposition to their agendas and uh, but the bible speaks in isaiah isaiah the prophet of a kingdom that is established on the top of the mountains And that kingdom that he's talking about is the kingdom of God. God's kingdom will not be a a subservient kingdom to any other kingdom, especially not the kingdoms of man. Uh, In Revelations uh, chapter uh, 12, it says, The kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and then the end shall come. And so God's looking for the church to rise up in this hour, uh, and begin to establish his kingdom as the authority, as, as on top of the mountain. Amen. And so God is not mocked. Uh, these, uh, e- those that are working this evil agenda will get their due reward from their uh, corruption and their corrupt agendas. And so I believe this, the church, uh, the ecclesia, we are taking back everything that the devil has stolen. I believe that's God's agenda. And we're going to take it back by force if necessary. And when I say by force, I'm not talking about physical altercations or physical force. I'm talking about spiritual force. I'm talking about prayers. I'm talking about prophetic decrees and proclamations and taking our position in the spirit realm as watchmen, as intercessors, as God's warriors, the, the the prophetic warriors of God that hear the voice of God and begin to decree a thing, and it is established unto them, and light begins to shine and drive out the darkness. Amen? I want you to understand some things. God owns it all, and God is in full control of everything. <clears throat> the devil was the God of this world when Adam uh, committed high treason and bowed his knee and yielded uh, to to Satan, and uh, gave up his crown of authority, and that made the devil the ruler of, of this world. But the last Adam has come, Jesus. And w- though Adam was deemed the ruler of the earth, <clears throat> we are now the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. And so I want you to hear what is in my spirit today. I've been praying all week about this. This is, uh, had me up all week praying through and I'm praying for you and I want you to know I'm I'm thrilled and, and I'm honored to pray for you because that's part of my calling. That's part of who I am, what God built me for. And uh, what I was created for was to uh to be a prophet to the nations, uh, but a prophet to the church, a prophet to the people of God. And so I wanna I want to share with you some things today that I think are going to encourage you. And what I've been hearing in my spirit all week long is God is about to unleash heaven. God is about to unleash heaven. Now, one of the things Jesus prayed, he said, Lord, let your kingdom come. Father, let your kingdom come. And let your will be done, where? Here on earth, as it is in heaven, not just in heaven. You know, too many people have this old religious concept uh, that the devil gets to take over the earth and, uh, the people of God are raptured out at the last minute <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the world is, just goes to hell and, uh, and, and then, uh, Jesus comes back, uh, with his, uh, with his saints riding a white horse and, and, uh, and that's partially true, but there's some distortion in that, uh, Jesus said, let your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And John wrote on the book of, in the book of Revelation on the island of Patmos, he said, God opened up a window in heaven and I began to see the future. And there's some things that I can talk about and there's some things that I can't talk about. Uh, but one of the things he did say was that the Lord was saying the kingdoms of this earth shall have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. His Christ is the church. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and His church. And uh and then the end comes. And so there is a a difference in perspective here. Uh Jesus is coming back for a bride uh, that is fully equipped and fully prepared to be a co-equal with Jesus. You know, my wife and I, we are co-equals in the kingdom. We, there's neither male nor female in the spirit, but in the natural, there is male and female, by the way. That's been the fact uh, for centuries. Uh, and now the, the agenda of darkness is to try to distort and to twist and to, uh, uh, d- to distract people with that distortion and doctrine of devil. Uh, of devils, but that's not the truth. The truth is there's male and female. God, In the beginning, God created uh, uh, man in his image and likeness, male and female created he them. And so there is a reason for the distinction, and that is the truth. Uh, but uh, what's happening now is the doctrines of devils uh, that the Bible talks about are being taught, and even some in the church are being deceived by that. But God is about to unleash heaven, and uh, those that are clinging to truth, those that are standing firm, those that are believing the word of the Lord, believing what the Bible says, and not just hearers only, but doers of the word, they're going to begin to walk in present truth and begin to put the devil under our feet. And the bride of Christ will have no spot, no wrinkle, no blemish, uh, but will be strong, and authoritative in the earth amen the bride of christ is the church and so again god is about to unleash heaven And what i sense right now is whatever the devil has stolen number one he had no right to take it and he's been found out and now the thief has to pay back and and we are the warriors of god who will take it back we're going to take back all that the devil stole You've got to get an attitude. And I want to talk about attitude uh, throughout the broadcast and the podcast today. You've got to get an attitude. No matter how great the lie, it's still a great lie. It's still a lie, and it comes from the father of lies. And God is uh, light that drives out the darkness, uh, that rules over the darkness. And God is about to unleash heaven. And we are taking back all that the devil has stolen. And let me give you uh, some more tonight. I believe God's strategy is to pour out, listen to me, highly unusual, exceptional, unimaginable, extraordinary, unstoppable, unprecedented favor upon his people. Let me say that again. God is about to pour out highly unusual exceptional, unimaginable, extraordinary, unstoppable, unprecedented favor upon his people. Last week, I shared with you from Psalm 102, it says, the set time of favor has come for the church. <clears throat> uh, when Apostle Paul experienced this type of favor being released, uh, he was in uh Ephesus, uh, handkerchiefs were prayed over and sent out to people who needed healing and deliverance. And when they received these cloths, uh, they were healed and they were delivered just at the touching of these things. Highly unusual favor, unprecedented miracles. I'm telling you, God is about to unleash heaven on the earth. I'm telling you, I want to challenge leaders that, are, that tune in, and I know many do tune into this podcast and this broadcast. I want to challenge you. What is God telling you? Step out of the, uh, of the normal. Be ready to be uh, unusual. Uh, Jesus walked on water to prove some things out. He's going to ask us to do some unprecedented things, some unusual things. uh uh, apostle paul demonstrated that when he prayed over those handkerchiefs and and they were sent to people who were healed and delivered uh, unusual things jesus spit on the ground and made mud and put it in a blind man's eyes and then told him to go wash and when he washed he was able to see first he saw men like trees and jesus had to pray for him again by the way it's 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 uh, set a precedence, Jesus, that sometimes you don't get an instant miracle, but sometimes it's a progress- progressive miracle, and there's a progression uh, to healing. So don't be discouraged if somebody isn't fully healed immediately. Sometimes there's a progression to the release of miracles, a working of miracles. Uh, but that was an unusual thing. One time, Jesus started uh, 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 spit in a man's eye. One time he touched a man's tongue. I mean, God wants to challenge ministers to, to begin to step out and do unusual things as you're led by the Lord. I remember reading about uh, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, uh, who was in a healing ministry, which, by the way, he began his healing ministry uh, at 75 years old. Uh, after living a, a life as a heathen, a heathen plumber, he became a, a, a born-again Christian at 75 years old. It was incredible, his conversion story. But uh, he began to read the Bible and believe whatever Jesus said he could do, he could do. And uh, one lady brought a child to him who was born with uh, without bones. Uh, the The baby didn't have uh well formed bones, just soft bones. And he took the baby and kicked it like a football. Now listen, you better be hearing from Jesus before you do something like that. But that's what he did, and people gasped throughout the room. Somebody caught the baby and brought the baby up front and the baby had bones where it had no bones. I'm telling you, God is looking to do highly unusual, unprecedented miracles and release his favor and unleash heaven on earth. God wants to get the attention now. And there is a remnant who will not be dissuaded or stopped by these challenges to our faith. God is the God of the impossible. Impossible things are possible with God. You know, uh, somebody said, well, why don't we just... uh, spit into blind people's eyes, because unless Jesus is telling you to do that, uh, like my dear friend Dr. Sharon Stone has, has said for years, the only thing you're going to have is an angry blind man. Unless Jesus is telling you to do that, you don't do that, right? And so but what I'm challenging you today is be ready to uh, face the challenges, the unusual challenges with unusual demonstration of your faith. These signs shall follow them that believe, and it goes on to talk about all the great things that God has anointed His body to do. Now, I believe the the fivefold ministry is supposed to begin to demonstrate that now, so that the people of God will be challenged uh, to believe that these things are possible through Christ. I remember praying for one one gentleman, and uh, he came up bent over. And, uh, I, you know, it was a healing line. I just assumed he wanted healing for his back. He actually was coming up to get healed uh, of a flu that he had, but he didn't get a chance to, to tell me that. I just began praying uh, in tongues over him. And I said, in the name of Jesus, bend over and touch your feet. And he looked at me like I was nuts. And I told him, do it three times. And he bent over, touched his feet, and stood up three times and then went running around the room, uh, totally healed in his back and from the flu. And uh, he came up front and he said, you don't understand. I'm 34 years old. When I was 18, I was hit by a Mack truck and I had uh, metal put in my back and I could never bend, uh, bend over again from the time I was 18 to, the, to today. The Lord healed me, and the, and they went and checked him out medically. There was no more metal in his body, uh, but bone was there. I remember one lady; she came w- walking to the front for prayer, and she was dragging her right leg, and it was like the whole right side of her body uh, had stopped functioning. It was it was limp, and uh, she was dragging her arm and dragging her leg, and, uh, and, and she began to ask for prayer out of this side of her mouth. And, uh, <clears throat> and so I began to pray for her, and I commanded all, all, all poison to leave her body. Uh, I forget how the rest of the prayer went, but I commanded a, God said to command a miracle to her body, so I just commanded a miracle to her body. And uh, she walked away completely the same. But two weeks later, two weeks later, she, she came walking back in. I didn't even recognize her. Uh, she had her hair done. She was dressed in a, in a nice new dress and new shoes. And uh, she, came, uh, she came up and she said, do you recognize me? I said, no, I do not. She said, you don't know who I am, right? I said, no, I do not. She said, well, two weeks ago, you prayed for me. And uh, what had happened was I was in a car accident. They pronounced me dead on the scene. And then I, they took me to the morgue. They began uh, embalming me. And I woke up on the embalming table, and they stopped with the embalming fluid. And so she had so much embalming fluid in her body that it had killed half of her body. But the Lord healed her. Now, you know, I remember uh, when I prayed for her, I was shaking her head like that, uh, just because that's what I felt like the Lord was leading me to do. It was unusual, it was weird, but I'm telling you, the miracle uh, happened. And so, uh, you know, and I could go on and on and on of the miracles that we have seen, but there is a remnant uh, that needs to understand God wants you uh, uh, to face the challenges to your faith with his authority, with his power. Uh, I believe that this remnant will only be energized uh, by the opposition of the enemy. Watchmen, intercessor, warriors uh, are rising up right now. And it doesn't have that Jesus sent the 70 others also out, he sent out the 12 disciples and 70 others also. Uh, in 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 Luke chapter 10 and they came back and they said Lord even the devil is subject to us in our in your name all these miracles we saw uh, and those were just 70 nameless faceless people that represented the people of God today that was before they had the new covenant that was still under the old covenant just using the power of the name of Jesus right and so as watchmen, intercessor, warriors, prophetic army arising, you have so much more authority and power in the name of Jesus. You just need to start stepping out and believing God for this. Amen? I believe the enemy has fired every, every weapon, and yet we still advance. We have an understanding. And tonight I'm talking about attitude. We have an attitude Uh, When you touch the anointed sons and daughters of God, you touch Jesus himself. We are his body. And I believe this is a turnaround season. And this is a day of the spiritual boomerang. I'll talk more about that uh, later. But the day of the great reversal. If the rulers of darkness had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, Scripture says. In other words, I believe we've entered into a season of retribution against the powers of darkness. I believe we're going to begin to see the retribution of God against the powers of darkness through the church. The ecclesia, the church that Jesus is building, is awakening Awakening in our authority. Awakening to what authority we actually walk in. Awakening to our calling and to our anointing. Awakening to whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound from heaven uh, by our Father. Whatsoever we, things we loose on earth shall be loosed from heaven by our Father. Amen. God is about to do something unfamiliar highly unusual and unprecedented by his great favor being released on the church amen and when we take back all that was stolen listen to me it's going to come back seven times more than what was taken away it's a boomerang turnaround season of divine intervention and divine reversal i know that's a mouthful but i want you to get the fullness of what i'm sensing in my spirit from the lord had the enemy known, he would have never touched the anointed church. Amen. This is what God's been saying in my spirit. And it it is the set time of favor, the set time of favor for the church has come. Amen. I believe we're about to see a harvest unlike we've ever known before. The prophets of old prophesied about a day that was coming. And I believe that day is today when the reaper shall overtake the sower. And you'll have such a supernatural harvest. Every field will be white with harvest. And Jesus said, don't say it's five months from now. Look look right now, it is white with harvest. And he's talking to his church, the laborers that he's sending into the fields of harvest uh, with power, with authority, with uh, unusual demonstration of his of his miraculous power, you know. And the book of Esther, uh, it, it is the book of divine reversals, really, because of the unprecedented favor on God's warrior bride picture, pictured in Esther. And it says in Esther chapter 9 and verse 25, it says, But when Queen Esther intervened with the king, that's intercession, that's the, the bride of the king interceding it says when the queen when queen Esther intervened with the king he gave written orders that the evil scheme that Haman or in this case demonic powers had worked out should boomerang on his own head that's in Esther 925 in the message bible it says when queen Esther intervened with the king he gave orders that the evil scheme uh, that Haman had worked out should boomerang back on his own head and he and his sons were hanged on the gallows Haman had 10 sons uh that would have uh, uh given him opportun- given them opportunity of retribution but instead he hung not just Haman but all 10 of his sons on the gallows i'm telling you i believe that that speaks uh of what's about to happen in our world today. The enemy looks like he's got it all set up, uh, global domination, a global reset. There's a reset about to happen, but it's God's reset. The enemy often steals God's language and tries to use it in his own agenda to try to steal uh, the the control of the narrative. Uh, But I'm just telling you, What God is doing right now is a reset. It is a divine reset. It is a global reset, but it is by the hand of God and not by the hands of the globalists who are being empowered by demonic spirits. Amen. And then it says in Esther, chapter 8 and verse 17, it says, In every province and city, every province and city, wherever the king's command and decree came, that same decree, The Jews had joy and gladness, or the people of God had joy and gladness, and a feast and a holiday. I'm telling you, something good is about to happen. And then it says this, Then many of the people of the land became Jews because of the fear of the Jews that fell upon them. Many people will become Christians because of the Ecclesia warrior bride of Christ in the earth today. In fact, the feast of Purim uh, in the in the Jewish culture is known as the holiday of reversals. It was a war of words. Whose decree would prevail? Well, the decree of Esther prevailed, Amen. The decree of the bride of Christ is going to prevail, amen. Can you see this? It's happening today, and it is the set time of favor for the church right now. Can somebody say amen? (laughs) Jesus is pursuing uh, the up-and-coming generations. He's not going to let them be poisoned and destroyed. Yahweh, Jesus, he will prevail in his pursuit. The devil has his plan But it's already doomed to be defeated. Uh, God has His ecclesia, His prophetic army, uh, the sheep who hear His voice, and not just hear His voice, but obey Him. Uh, And through powerful prophetic watchman intercession, the powers of hell will be destroyed again. And this generation that's been fed depression, they've been fed victimhood, they've been fed. Uh, suicide, they've been fed addiction, they've been fed self-loathing, they've been fed confusion of all sorts. This generation, Jesus, Jesus is going to rescue them epically. It will be so powerful. Many will become Christians overnight. He himself, Jesus himself declared, I will leave the 99 to pursue just one straggler who's lost. Listen, there's a lot of a lot of lost ones out there, but Jesus is coming to get them. And he's pursuing them strong right now. And let me tell you, he will prevail. The set time of unusual miracles has come because the unconditional, unstoppable love of Christ, the set time of favor and grace has come. Amen. I believe we're about to see a harvest of millennials, a harvest of Gen Z, uh, all the other generations uh, that are labeled and named out there, the boomers, the, the whatevers. <clears throat> all these generations are going to come flooding into the church. I believe Jesus is healing the broken, proclaiming liberty to the captives, recovery of sight uh, to the blind, uh, let, let me just say, recovery means at one time they could see. So it's, that's literally speaking about backslidden believers. A recovery of sight to the blind backsliddens. A jailbreak to those who have been emotionally or mentally imprisoned. Jesus who heals, Jesus who saves, Jesus who delivers, and Jesus who prospers is being unleashed again through his church amen that's what i believe is happening the devil had no right to take what he stole he had no right to take it he's a liar he's a thief and he had no right to lay hands on you your family or anything that belongs to you the bible says the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof the world and everybody and everything in it it all belongs to almighty god it all belongs to yahweh And God is turning it all around right now. Later, we're going to receive our tithes and offerings. And I want to encourage you to sow a significant and unusual gift in this offering today. Something significant, something unusual. You know, in every place where the Lord showed up, and begin to turn everything around. Everything had to stop for a moment so they could give an offering on the altar and offer something significant to God in response. I believe we are forcefully advancing as a ministry into something significant, and that includes you too. You are our partners, and you will receive the same reward. Amen? He he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives the prophet's reward. Amen. Apostle Paul said, not that I desire a gift, but that I desire that fruit would abound to your account. That's our heart. So when God starts moving like this, offerings begin to become significant to him. Uh, What is a significant offering? Well, when it's significant to you, it's significant to God. Amen. Amen. In fact, in Scripture, an unsaved man named Cornelius in the New Testament was favored because he he gave generously, and his generosity, the generosity of an unsaved man came before God. So God not only watches how believers give, but he watches how unbelievers handle their wealth as well. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Cornelius, an unsaved uh, heathen, was so generous that his generosity came before God. Now, I believe God is moving in a highly unusual way right now, and we want to sow a highly unusual offering and sow it into what he's doing in this hour. Amen? So I want to encourage you, get a significant seed ready and designate it, assign it, name your seed. God, I'm giving this seed, this significant seed because of this reason i am sowing it i'm assigning this seed i'm designating this seed do what you feel like god is saying and let god know what you're believing for we're taking back what the devil stole and receiving seven times greater than what was taken amen hallelujah so i just want to challenge you uh uh, you know in in um the book of judges um uh Samson's father was visited by an angel the angel of the lord which i believe was jesus uh and before he left samson's father said uh the the, the lord said listen you're going to have a son and he's going to he's going to become an extreme nazirite and and you need to make sure you raise him this way and uh but he's going to deliver the people of god and so what did what did his dad do his dad said wait a minute let me get an offering. You know, every place where God was doing something significant, uh, they stopped everything and said, let's, let's give an offering to the Lord, significant offering to the Lord. Amen. And so I just want to challenge you with these thoughts. Uh, this is the Bible. That's right in the Bible. I'm right in the middle of the book, and I'm just challenging you. God is looking for those who will rise up uh, that really want to see a significant difference, that really want to see uh, what was taken back returned seven times greater, uh, those, are the, those are the ones I'm talking to right now. And so I, I believe God is going to do something amazing in this hour. And so I want to challenge you in this way. Amen. Uh, let's get into the prophetic workshop right now, because I believe God wants you to get an attitude, God wants you to get a new attitude tonight. And some of you are in a place of what I call discontinuation. Discontinuation. Uh, I was in the hospital, in the emergency room, uh, and and I felt my life was close to discontinuation. Uh, The doctor's report was very dim. It was not good. It looked like nothing good was about to happen. Uh, But God knew that that was not the end Listen to me, it was just the end of the old, and now the beginning of the new was happening. And something good was about to happen. Some of you are experiencing the discontinuation of an old season, of an old thing. And it feels like the end of the world to you, but God knows you better. He knows better what is coming than you do. Get your feelings in check tonight. Don't be led by your feelings. Be led by the Spirit of the Lord. Some of you, a job is ending, a business is ending, a physical challenge is ending, or whatever. But God knows the end from the beginning. And I'm declaring to you, it's not the end of you, it's not the end of your provision, but it is the new beginning. And I've been talking about this for several months now. We are stepping into the new beginning, the ending of the old and the beginning of the new. You've entered into a discontinuation, but we've also entered into a season of unprecedented favor, meaning there's no preceding experience or precedence for what is about to occur This is why it is a new season, and now God wants you to get a new attitude, an uh, an attitude. An unimaginable good is about to occur in your life. The reason for the discontinuance of what has happened in the past, the discontinuance of loneliness, uh, but a new beginning of new relationships and new friendships and new fellowship. Amen. God is doing something new. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12, it says, not that I've already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus, Jesus took hold of me. And he says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but this one thing I do, I forget everything that is behind and I strain towards what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You know, when we gather in this broadcast and we gather as the family of God in these great moments, God begins to cha- to charge the airwaves. He begins to charge the atmosphere uh, with the prophetic mantle of anointing and vision begins to increase and expand. I can't even begin to tell you how many people comment or send us emails or texts and say, I was uh, so down and depressed. I was uh, so discouraged. And then I I, I came, I tu- tuned into the broadcast and it changed my whole attitude. It is the anointing It is the prophetic mantle that is breaking the yokes of the past off of you and opening up vision so that you can begin to see further and increase and expand in your life. Do, Do you realize the more you see affects everything else in your life? So ask yourself, what do you see? What do I see you know Proverbs 29:18 it says where there's no vision the people perish. Yeah, we've talked about this many times. That that literally means where there's no prophetic vision of the future, prophetic ministry, free flowing prophetic anointing, prophets speaking vision of the future, where there is none of this, people perish. So what is it what do you see when your vision multiplies? Everything else around you multiplies. I'm talking about taking it back. I'm talking about having an attitude that God can begin to do the impossible for you. Your perception of possibilities, everything is affected by what you see. Unprecedented things are going to take place. Unimaginable favor is coming to you. There's, there is a difference between what you're looking at and what you see. Let me say that again. There's a difference between what you're looking at and what you see. God said to Abraham, <clears throat> to Abraham get out of your tent. Look at the stars of the heavens. And Abraham began to see something differently. God was enhancing his vision to see the possibilities that God could make happen for him. God takes Abraham to Canaan land and said, Look at the land. What do you see, Abraham? The word look means a casual observation to consider. But the word see means to perceive or to discern. He's looking at the land, and God said, what do you see, Abraham? It means to comprehend and give attention to it. I'm prophesying to you right now, it is a time for a new attitude, a new perception, a new vision, whatever you have seen, your vision, a new job, hope for the future, healthy lifestyle, a home, whatever it is, or a miracle in your family, deliverance from evil occurrences. I'm speaking to all of you who are online right now, and, and as well as those who will listen to this as a podcast later. Someone's being delivered right now from depression. You've seen a day of freedom coming, a resetting of the order of life, Life is being set free from the attacks of darkness right now. God is releasing an anointing of freedom from the past tonight. I'm telling you, July is a month of freedom for you. Freedom and deliverance from yesterday with all of its problems. God wants to give you a new attitude tonight. If God be for me, who can be against me? Let me tell you, God has heard your cry tonight. Many miracles are being released by the Spirit of God to his people right now. Miracles of abundance, miracles of healing, miracles of deliverance, unprecedented, unimaginable, unstoppable favor is being released to you Tonight, the double portion miracle is being released to you right now. God wants you to see. He wants you to perceive the new right now. Amen. Pastor Tracy and I, we've walked side by side for more than 35 years, hand in hand, arm in, har- arm, in arm, heart to heart. <clears throat> and we've seen uh, God do the impossible time and time again listen it takes faith by faith mountains move by faith there's a way made where you don't see a way believe God I'm telling you nothing is impossible for you and God I believe today everything is changing for you my faith is active for you there's a discontinuation of something but the beginning of the new is being activated right now. Something good is about to happen to you. I mean, I declare that over my life every day. Something good is about to happen to you. I look in the mirror in the morning and I say, Marty, something good is about to happen to you. How can you be so bold? Because I know him and I know his love for us. It's almost It's almost that you cannot even put it into words how much God loves you. He loved you when you were unlovely. He loved you when you didn't know anything about him. He loved you and ordained you before the foundations of the the world were ever laid. Before there was ever anything, God knew you and he loved you. And something good is on his agenda. It's about to happen to you. Listen, it is still summer, and this summer is still a time of multiplication. God is going to multiply you and bless you. God wants you to see the new season as a season of fullness. Some of you are receiving homes, some of you are receiving cars. Some of you are receiving healings. Some of you are receiving deliverance. Some of you are receiving uh, uh, new businesses. Some of you are receiving from the Lord uh, some things that you thought were so far out there, but you're about to lay hands on something and possess it because this is the season of God's unimaginable favor on your life. Something unimaginable is about to happen unprecedented favor has gone before us and broken open the way of miraculous breakthrough for whatever your situation is. What God's people are believing for is about to happen. And by the end of this summer, increase and multiplication is being released to you. You got to get a new attitude. You got to get an attitude. God wants you to change your mind Listen, the stalactites and the stalagmites in your mind are are reverberating and shaking about to fall. He wants to change your minds and change your mindsets. Scripture tells us to put on the mind of Christ. God's thoughts are available to you and I as believers. It also says to renew your mind or renew your mind by the word of God. In other words, your thoughts need to change. Look at this scripture in Isaiah 58 in verse 7. It says, let the wicked forsake his way and let the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. So it's talking about backslidden Christians here. Let him return to the Lord. Some some people are so uh, discouraged by what they believed God for and it didn't happen the way they thought it would. And so uh, they forsook God. Believing God it says, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let them return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him and our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Listen, I'm talking about people that are in church. Some people show up to church and they still believe wrong. Then he goes on in verse 8 to say, My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And the rest of this passage tells us that when we exchange our thoughts for God's thoughts and we change our mind, we'll see a complete difference in the outcome of our lives. Some people wonder, how do you live this Christian life? It all begins with, what are you believing? What are you thinking? Joy begins to spring forth. When you exchange your thoughts for his thoughts. It may seem totally outrageous. Believe it anyways. Think it anyways. The prophetic word and the vision from God begins to flourish. And it does not return to him void. But accomplishes what he sent it to accomplish. And it goes on to say instead of briars and thorns of life springing up. Beautiful shade trees will come forth. This picture is if you'll just simply exchange your thoughts for God's higher thoughts, and the blessings of God begin to flow. you got to get an attitude, because without prophetic vision, people will perish. I want to challenge you. God is good. God is kind. And He loves you so much more than you can understand. His will for your life, His plans for you are to bless you. And so often, some people just believe that serving God means a life of less than. And listen, I, I love all the he is greater than me and the less than symbol and everything. Let me just tell you, his, he wants to supply for you according to his riches and glory. I don't like those little uh, symbols of less than. no. He wants to give you equal with what he has in glory, and that may challenge your theology to the core, and I hope it does. He doesn't want you to have a a life of less than perception or or attitude. By living for God, we have to live less than. No, that's a lie, and God wants to bless you. He wants to give you a life of super abundance, a a, a life of, of abundant life, a life of peace, he wants you, he wants to supply for your needs in accordance with his riches and glory, and the same level of his riches and glory. Listen, we are in a place of discontinuation of old things that cannot go higher. Selah. Pause and think about that for a moment. A place of discontinuation of old things that cannot go higher some of you you're wondering why the shaking has touched you because there's stuff that you have in your life that cannot go higher and god wants you to go higher jeremiah 29 11, it says for i know the plans or the thoughts that i have for you declares the lord plans or thoughts to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you a hope and a future god's thoughts he wants you to have his thoughts instead of your thoughts God's thoughts, his plans, really are to bless you. Serving him will change your life for the good. Total surrender. Total abandon yourself to him. I want to take just a moment and, and talk a little bit more about God's unimaginable, unprecedented favor. God doesn't want you to think small. And I'm challenging you. When we talk about putting on the mind of Christ or thinking like God... God thinks big thoughts. You can have the mind of Christ. You can think God's thoughts. But God doesn't think small thoughts. God thinks big thoughts. We should think big and we should ask big. Ask that you would receive, Jesus said. Ask that you would receive. You have not because you ask not. If you want something you've never had, you have to be willing to pray prayers you've never prayed. You you have to be willing to think thoughts you've never thought. Believe God for things you've never believed for. Religion tells you don't ask God for big things. Who do you think you are? That's exactly the problem. Who do you think you are versus who God thinks you are? The wrong understanding of God and consequently the wrong attitude begins to occur. God is good. He is kind and he has placed his favor upon your life. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 4.16 to come boldly to his throne of grace, to obtain mercy and grace to help in our time of need. The word grace and favor in the Bible are the same word. The word charis, in other words, come boldly to the throne of favor. It's a throne of favor. It's a throne of favor. It's the word charis in the Greek. It means grace. It means favor. It means graciousness. It means joy. It means pleasure. It means delight. It means sweetness. It means goodwill. It means benefits. It means loving kindness. It means gifts, it means rewards, it it means strength, and it means increase, which we can come boldly, the word boldly in the Greek is parhesia. it means with free and fearless confidence, with freedom, boldness of speech, open, honest, blunt, with cheerful courage, boldly. It says, to lay hold of mercy. The word mercy in the Greek is ilios. It means kindness or goodwill towards, toward the miserable and the afflicted. Join with a desire to help them. And find help. The, the Greek word is boatheia. It means it's a military term. It means a call to battle to find help. It means a call to battle to help someone who's struggling with, it means to bring military assistance, and that speaks about the angel armies coming to your assistance in a time of need. We come boldly before God's throne of grace and favor, and we ask boldly for what is needed for ourselves and for others. Angels are activated. His favor is released, and things begin to happen. Good things begin to happen. Ask that you would receive God wants you to get an attitude, a new attitude of his favor in your life. When I was younger, we used to call it walking in the fog, the FOG, the favor of God. People would say, you just like, you're just in a fog, Marty. I am in a fog. I'm in the favor of God. People say, well, how can you just be so blissfully ignorant of everything else? But listen, because I know who owns it all, I know his love for me. I know what he has promised and declared. And he has blessing planned for his people. He has angelic reinforcements ready for a military intervention on your behalf and for your loved ones. Amen. You got to get an attitude, an attitude. God is for me. Amen. Psalm 35 27, we're almost out of time. It says, Let them shout for joy and rejoice who favor my vindication and want what is right for me. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who delights and takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. God delights in you thinking like him, praying big prayers according to his will. And he delights in your prospering and he delights in blessing you. He'll give you the desires of your heart Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. When you seek first the kingdom, God begins to give you prophetic insight and vision so that everything in your life begins to expand and all these things will be added unto you. They'll be drawn to you. David wrote, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now we are not saved by good works, But God remembers all the good that you have done. I want to say that again. You're not saved by your good works, but God remembers all your good works, all the good that you've done. He remembers all of it. King Hezekiah was just given a prophecy from Isaiah that his time was up and he was going to die. Now, if anybody was going to get an accurate word, it was Isaiah, right? Isaiah was a true prophet of God and everybody knew it. And if he prophesied it, it was coming to pass. King Hezekiah prayed a big prayer and he asked God to extend his life. He asked for something impossible. And he reminds God of all the good that he has done for God's people. You can read the whole story in 2 Kings chapter 20. But Isaiah had no sooner walked out of the palace. He didn't even get too far uh, out of the palace and God says, turn around. God was issuing a divine reversal, a boomerang, a turnaround. And he says, Turn around and tell the king I've heard his prayer, I've seen his tears, and I'm healing him now. And I'm adding fifteen more years to his life. You know, so often we think God God saw what we did we think God saw what we did for him, blessed it and then just moved on. But somehow we think God never forgets our mistakes and our failures because we don't forget our mistakes and our failures. Let me just tell you the opposite is true. God has totally removed your sin when you pray and you ask for forgiveness, and he only remembers the good that you have done. In fact, like Hezekiah, he loves it when you remind him of all that you've done for him and that can that also can cause a greater release of favor in your life. I prayed and said, "God, please don't forget how we've stood for you all these years in Nashville and all that we've done for you." God remembers just like it just happened. What am I saying? I'm saying be bold, pray bold prayers. Use your faith. There's a discontinuance of old problems and old situations. And God wants to bless and reward you and launch you into new favor. So remind God of his promises and ask big. Isaiah 43 says, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance and let's contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. God wants you to get a new attitude. A new attitude for a new season of unprecedented favor and unimaginable blessings. You're not some orphan scratching at the door. No, you're God's child. And he said, I want you to come boldly to my throne of favor so that you can obtain grace and favor and mercy in your time of need. And I'll release angels on assignment with a military intervention on your behalf. I'll move mountains for you. I'll cause things to happen. Just ask big in faith and believe that I can do it and I'll prove my power to you time and time again. Listen, we're shifting from famine to feasting. We're stepping into unimaginable blessing and great favor. Blessings of protection. Remember, he's Jehovah Shammah, the God who is ever present with us. And some of you are leaving a battlefield behind and you're stepping into a new field, which is a field of harvest and a field of blessing. You're thriving and flourishing by God's good pleasure. From famine to feasting and to favor. Stir up your faith today. You're perfectly aligned for God's great blessings to come forth in your life. Forget the past and all of its trouble. Remember God's goodness. You're going you're gonna to have favor with God and with man now. And remind God what he has said to you. Remind, what you've, remind God what you've done for him. I quoted the scripture last week, Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Get an attitude today. Forget your failures and the things that didn't work out. Let God restore your soul. Let Him wash the memories of sin and failure out of your life. Let Him restore your soul. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He restores our soul. Get an attitude tonight. This is the first day of the rest of my life. Something good is about to happen to me. Get a new attitude. Exchange your thoughts for His thoughts. Have a new definition of replacement theology and practice it regularly. Uh, in Galatians, Uh, The scripture says, these are the works of the flesh. It lists all the problematic things of the flesh. But the scripture says in Philippians, think on these things. Replace those thoughts. This is God's replacement theology. Whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just or pure or lovely, of a good report, if there's virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. Let that replace what you think. And then in verse 7, it says, in the peace of God which passes all understanding. I don't understand how this all works, but I have peace. It shall keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Just decree this with me today. This is my time of divine reversal and highly unusual, exceptional, unimaginable, extraordinary, unstoppable, unprecedented favor. Whatever the enemy has meant against me for evil is being turned right now for my good. Whatever schemes the enemy has formed in secret will be uncovered and boomerang back on his own head. I will see great favor and expect to see new doors open of opportunity so that I can advance the kingdom of God and my destiny. Like Esther, I will write a new decree and include them with my prayers of intercession and see divine reversal and breakthrough. God is turning my mourning into dancing, my sorrow to joy, my sickness to health, my lack to abundance, and my doubt to faith. God is turning everything around for me. I decree these things in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I mean, that's so powerful. Words count. Words matter. And what you say will determine the course of your life. For those of you who didn't hear yet, We are in a great transition right now from one location to another location, uh, but all within a couple miles. Due to some building challenges, we have relocated temporarily to 768 Forest Retreat Road in Hendersonville. So this Sunday, uh, July uh, 30th, uh, at 4 p.m., we're meeting in the new location, which is 768, forest retreat road in hendersonville it's directly across from the target in hendersonville uh, right down the street from the shopping center there again that's this sunday july 30th at 4 p.m we're meeting in the new location 768 forest retreat road in hendersonville and we hope to see you there with all your friends and all your families to celebrate with us Uh, It's going to be a very prophetic service. We had a great service there last Sunday, and this Sunday is going to be part two. Uh, I'll go over part one for those of you that weren't there, Uh, but it's going to be a powerful time. Please tell everybody, help us to get the word out. You know, I'm committed to bringing you a fresh word of hope and a fresh word of the Lord to give life to you each week. And I want to thank all of you that continue to stand with us and support us financially in the work of the lord here and help us to move forward i pray that these prophetic workshops and teachings would challenge you but would also lift you higher Uh, that's our heart that's our goal and uh, we're going to bring our offering and our tithe to the lord tonight and i want to encourage you god is transitioning you to something greater this is your set time of favor Unimaginable blessings are coming your way. God wants to set a new precedence for you. He wants to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask, think, or imagine. And I believe the favor of God is coming upon you in a brand new way now because you're changing your thoughts for His thoughts. And everything is shifting you higher right now. You know, I have said this over and over believe God and be established, Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Believe God and be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. God is going to prosper you. You need to hear it over and over. God is doing something great for you right now. And I believe God is positioning us for possession. And we're gonna have our own campus, our own facilities where we can have the school of the prophets, where we can have the school of worship, where we can have the school of ministry, uh, the sacred arts uh, uh, classes that we want to establish and get uh, the people of God going and flowing uh, in their gifting and their anointing in a prophetic way so that we reflect heaven on earth and reflect what God is speaking to the earth uh, through all the different forms of art and and uh, music and and uh, anything and everything that God wants to do, Amen. And we want to equip the prophets and the apostles of God to be able to do what they're called to do. I love the fivefold ministry: apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. But let me just say this: evangelists, pastors, and teachers cannot equip apostles and prophets. If you look in Scripture. It's very simple. Apostles and prophets, raise up apostles and prophets. Now, if you're called to be an evangelist, pastor, or teacher, uh, and then that's the kind of ministry you need to receive mostly. Uh, but if you have a prophetic or an apostolic call, prophets and apostles are like the right hand and the left hand. They're very similar, but they're two different uh, giftings, apostles and prophets. Uh, and so I want to challenge you to believe God with us and pray about sowing a significant seed uh, into our move God wants to open up something right now and I know three places right now that are open to us and so I'm praying and believing God uh, for supernatural increase to to open that door for us to move into that place that we can call our own that we can possess and I believe it's our time and so if you want to sow a seed uh, to support us, uh, to bless this prophetic ministry that has been blessing you, you can do it in several ways. Uh, if you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comment section. You can click on that and you can give your offering that way. Uh, if you, if you uh, prefer text giving, uh, we've made it very easy. You can text any amount to the number 84321, just whatever amount you desire if it's $100, you would do $100. You text that to the number 84321, and it's that easy. Uh, if you prefer to send it by mail, many people send sizable gifts by mail. You can mail your offering to LifePoint or Marty Layton, uh, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's P.O. Box 1822 Hendersonville, Tennessee 37077. I want you to know it's greatly appreciated and it's sacred when you give to God. Amen. You're not giving to man, you're giving to God. So that's P.O. Box 1822 Hendersonville, Tennessee 37077. Also, I want to invite you to go to our website, lifepointchurch.cc. Lifepointchurch.cc. CC stands for Christian Church, and so there's a place that you can give on the website there as well. There's also a place uh, where you can share your prayer requests, and I'd love to pray with you and agree with you, and I pray for you already, but if you want to send something specific for me to agree with you and to bring it before the Lord, I do that three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. And I'll do that three times a day. I'll bring the prayer requests of our partners directly before the throne of God. And in my own prayer, I'm going to bring your petition before God, and I'm going to pray that uh, for that to come to pass for you. And we've got testimony upon testimony of miracles being released. So thank you for sharing that and trusting me to be able to pray with you. Now, I also want to invite you to church this weekend. I want I want you to know that you can come in to the house of God with us, enjoy prophetic worship, uh, prophetic teaching, uh, um, prophetic ministry. Uh, if you're called uh, to to be raised up in the fivefold ministry, this is a house that's going to raise you up. And so I want to inv- invite you to come every Sunday at 4 p.m. We've got a cutting edge prophetic church. What do you mean by cutting edge? Apostle Peter wrote in 2 Peter 1.12, For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know them. I want you established in present truth. God wants you established in present truth. He's restored so much. He wants you established in what he's doing today. Everything, Everything that God has done in today. And so we have to stay on the cutting edge We must be established in present truth. Amen. So come and join us every Sunday 4 p.m. at 768 Forest Retreat Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Come prepared to give. Come prepared to receive. Amen. Get ready because you and your loved ones are going to be set on fire and you're going to find out the power of the Holy Spirit is real. The word of God is true. And the people of God are activated to become the army of the Lord that we were created to be. The Holy Spirit's being poured out like we've never known before. And signs, wonders, and miracles will follow you as a believer. Amen. That's this Sunday, 4 p.m., Life Point Church at seven six eight Forest Retreat Road in Hendersonville, and you don't want to miss it. Amen. Also, I want to thank Mike Lindell. Now he is the creator of my pillow and my store, and uh, my store is kind of his beginnings of rivaling uh, Amazon.com. <clears throat> now we bless Amazon.com. We're not trying to. F- Say anything bad about them, uh, but I just want to tell you that there is a Christian alternative called mystore.com and mypillow.com has all the great products uh, the pillows, the blankets, the slippers, they all what have you. But they are a continual supporter and sponsor of Speak Life, Mike Lindell. And so, what a blessing he is! He's made so many products available at great discounts for this audience. And so both of his websites, again, are MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. But when you go there, use the promo code Marty, my first name, and you'll receive these discounts that he's made available on everything you purchase. Okay? Everything you purchase gets this incredible discount if you use the promo code Marty. There's also a dedicated number for this audience. It's 800-859-2938. It's 800-859-2938. Remember to tell them Marty sent you. My promo code is Marty uh, and you'll receive the discount. Amen. I want to remind you, you can always watch the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. And please help us by telling others to tune in. It's going to help us Uh, And it'll be a great help to them. It's every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. For those who love podcasts, please check out our podcast on Charisma Podcast Network, on Spotify, on iTunes, and wherever you'll find podcasts, you're going to find us there. But I want to encourage you, once you've checked out our podcast, please take a minute, give us a five-star review. It really does help us with uh, promoting the word of the Lord and getting it out there to more people. Amen. It causes algorithms to change. And, and even when there's opportunity, they give us free advertising uh, with those five-star reviews. So thank you for in advance for doing that. Uh, Also follow me on all social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, truth, getter, YouTube, rumble, Instagram, Frank, social, parlor, telegram, whatever the platform is Look for me, at Marty Layton, at Marty Layton on social media. Follow me, uh, hit the like button, whatever you need to do, uh, but follow me and like me on those platforms, and that helps us a lot as well. But I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life every week. Proverbs 18:21 is what we've established as the foundation of this broadcast. It says this, the tongue has the power of life, and the power of death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so God is always speaking words of life to us. And what he wants us to do is speak life. So remember, no matter what's going on in your world, always speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Levy. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world we we'll